better music, right? I'll tell you how that all came about at the uh, end of the program. Interesting story. Okay, so uh, good news. Pandemic seems to be subsiding a little bit, generally speaking. Uh, protests seem to now be mostly peaceful and subsiding as well. Um, so this week, turning point in both situations, if the trend continues, we'll be a much stronger nation by a week from today. Um, I'm going to give you a lot of information tonight. So again, we always ask if you are a person who discusses public events and the news, get a pen and paper. The stats I'm going to give you are in stone. Um, as I said last week, we, we blew a chance as a country to come together and unite uh, behind a, a terrible situation, the death of George Floyd. So almost everybody in the country, and surely all fair-minded people, so that we can't have this in a nation that is supposed to be just. It's as simple as that. You just can't have it. It really doesn't matter what color the man was. For a police officer to take his life by having a knee on his neck is absurd and unacceptable. Now, because it was an African-American man, the tension, and there is tension, there's no doubt about it, between law enforcement and the black community became the story. And that's okay, because we do need as a nation to put in place better policing to protect everybody at the same level. So it's all right to make it a racial story, because it is. The problem came very quickly when the radicals, with the help of the media, hijacked the story, literally hijacked it. And it became a tear down America story rather than build up protections for all Americans, particularly minorities. So let's tear and destroy America. That's what the story became. Now, black Americans and white Americans have a hard time discussing police violence because we don't have the same experience, all right? So I don't know how it feels to be pulled over for no reason. I've been pulled over, but not a lot, and usually because I'm going too fast. But I don't know the experience of being patted down on a city street. That's never happened to me. So I can't feel the African-Americans' anger and indignation about that as much as I could if it was happening to me as well. You understand? The black American community has a hard time understanding how many white Americans, Caucasians, are supportive of the police. Because if you step back and put emotion aside, the police are the ones that are protecting all of us. So if you have some police atrocities, you don't damn and throw out the whole police system. Of course, in Minneapolis, that's what we're trying to do. So black Americans have a hard time. Well, you, you know, you, you're, you're racist because you don't understand my point of view. That's fallacious. 
And the final thing is that change, we need change. This is what you hear in the protests. Change, change. What change? What do you want? When you ask that question, and I have, you get nothing. You get no specifics. That's why I wrote a column a couple of year, weeks ago that the solution, and it's partial, not full, to income inequality, social justice, is disciplined education for children across the board. Everybody gets the same. But that's not even close to happening in this country. And nobody's even talking about it because they're afraid to talk about it. So when you say to the protester, well, what, what do you want? Well, I, I, you know, we have to do But it's never a specific thing because the issue is so big and broad. There is only one solution, and that is every American gets educated in the same way and has the same chance to pursue happiness. Skin color doesn't matter. Now, Asian Americans have taken full advantage of the educational system in this country. In fact, Harvard had to stop admitting so many Asians because their test scores are so high. And the reason is because that family unit, generally speaking, in the Asian American community is intact. Whereas the African American family unit is not, generally speaking. Everybody knows this. So there is a level of dishonesty in this whole debate that is staggering. And the communicators, and that's what I'm doing right now, are lying to you. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. At Qualcomm, we believe in staying connected, and you can see us wherever 5G is helping transform telemedicine, supporting remote education, and powering mobile PCs. The Invention Age is here. Learn more at Qualcomm.com slash Invention Age. Washington Post. A hate Trump outfit um, took a very benign statement by the president and lied about it. First, the president's statement. Go. Equal justice under the law must mean that every American receives equal treatment in every encounter with law enforcement, regardless of race, color, gender, or creed. They have to receive fair treatment from law enforcement. They have to receive it. We all saw what happened last week. We can't let that happen. Hopefully, George is looking down right now and saying this is a great thing that's happening for our country. The drive toward equal justice is what the president was referring to. Okay? Obviously. That's why he invoked George Floyd's name. The Washington Post reported that Trump was saying... George Floyd would have liked the resurgence in the economy. That is a lie. That's what was in the newspaper and got out to cable news everywhere. You may have heard it. Then the Washington Post was confronted with the lie and had to issue this retraction. Quote, A previous version of this story incorrectly said that the president called the jobs report a great day for George Floyd, the black man killed by white police in Minneapolis. In fact, the president was referring to growing calls for equal justice under the law, unquote. 
Okay. Now, Washington Post doesn't make mistakes like that. The reporter involved is Jeff Stein, who hates Trump. What is Stein doing on the economic beat if he hates Trump? That's the problem. <sighs> I, I, I just can't tell you the corruption that we're all witnessing in this country. Quick break, final word in a moment. All right, here is the final thought of the day. You know, I hated the music we had to intro uh, the No Spin News. So my friend Shem Von Schreck, Shem Von Schreck, you know him? Plays bass for Toto, one of the greatest songs ever, Africa. Shem is a bassist. He wrote it just to be a guy. <laughs> Shem, you're a genius out there in Arizona. Really appreciate it. Made the show better. We'll see everybody tomorrow.